Jake is the king of <laughs> amusing himself. Yeah, I always what think amusing always ambient think. noise was that <laughs> prompted that one, Jake? I'm always secretly hoping you'll say something and then you say a regular thing. <laughs> what did you I want thought, me to say? I thought you were going to talk about puffins, but we'll get back to that. Games, video games, video games. It's March 19th, 2009, and we accidentally released an alpha build of this podcast on Steam. This is Idle Thumbs 23, and I'm Chris Redfield. I'm Nick Brecken. And I'm Jake Rodkin. And video games. And video <clears throat> games, as usual, video games. It's pretty much computer. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep. Uh, so Jake doesn't actually know why he said we released an alpha build. Yeah, it just came to me. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, uh, are you aware <laughs> what of What a coincidence. <laughs> are you aware of, the, of that game, The Merchants of Brooklyn? Do you remember when that was announced? I remember the name of that game. It was. A, it's a CryEngine 2 yeah. licensed okay. game. One of the only ones, really. Uh, that game came out today, and, or yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. And there were just like... Or I mean, two days ago, when, when you were listening to this yeah, video. Right. <laughs> I can't oh, this week. <laughs> Let's calculate the number of hours. Yes. Um, and yeah, there were just like, after it came out, just official forums, people everywhere, just being like, this game is the most broken game yeah. I've ever fucking played in my, <laughs> my life. My HUD disappeared. Like, th- yeah, just everything. Why is all the sound incredibly quiet? Just everything. And uh, so then the developers today were like, whoops, turns out we accidentally put the alpha build up for sale. Um, like <laughs> nice. Someone pressed the wrong button or something. I don't know. That's uh, a big button. To yeah, I think that press. That's, <laughs> that's a complex, <laughs> complex that's, series of buttons. That yeah, that's. Uh, I think that actually happened with uh, with the Sam and Max episode on GameTap as well. They, oh, put, up, really? they put up a preview release of Sam and Max episode two hundred two, and we got like letters from people that were like, "Yeah, this didn't seem like up to the usual uh, level of polish." And then <laughs> when I beat the episode, I said, "End credits go here," and I realized something probably <laughs> went wrong. <laughs> So, uh, God, I, I saw something like that in a game recently, and I can't remember what it was, but it was some obvious like placeholder thing, like a uh, real description, put this here now. And I, I forgot to write it down or take a note or anything. Yeah, I saw something like that. So there's too, a great weird. story. Uh, for you. Yeah. <laughs> was it that was it that concept art? No, that was hilarious though. The uh whatever the guy's name is, a serial rapist or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't Halo see Halo Wars thing. Yeah, I you think did. you reported you put a on the story up about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Nick Brecken. <laughs> it's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. uh, yeah. I, I actually bought the Merchants of Brooklyn today. Oh, really? After I saw that news story, because I because I remember I was sort did of you like write some bugs. That that, that news story enticed you to buy it. It didn't entice me to buy it. I was gonna buy it anyway just to <laughs> right. see if it was get a any sneak good. Peek at and the then alpha. I no, and then I didn't because of that. And then once I saw that they were like, oh, we put the real one up. Sorry about that. We fixed it. Please. Uh, I think that's pretty much what you should do with any PC game at this point. <laughs> just, just wait. Oh, sorry. Wait to make alpha. sure. Yeah, right. Just, you know, give it that first week to just to make sure it's not an alpha and then, you know, then buy it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah. Poor Nick. <laughs> Have you had any... You any were burned, no, you, don't you, bring it up. You were burned <laughs> so <laughs> hard. Nick installed like a new version of Windows. Or yes, I did. So he could... I spent like four hours installing a new build of Windows 7 to see if maybe that would fix my... Uh, well, you, you, so you were using Windows 7 before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Maybe that's the fucking reason your goddamn game's not working. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm using no, a fully no, operating no, system. No, 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 no. This that, is, uh, people aren't making... These uh, bugs are documented across for. all OSs. Okay, not, I, all right. I have verified that it's not a Windows 7. Actually, Windows 7 is pretty stable for gaming. But, um, anyway. All right. I now, now uh, you don't believe me. Now you're, everything's deg- called into question few, now. A few fewer degrees of trust. Yeah, you see, you're about giving me that. This game not working. Snooty, like, oh, <laughs> you don't have any problems. Well, <laughs> I mean, come on. You're using a fucking unreleased it's a, beta. It's completely stable. Opera. All right, okay. It was a public beta. I know. It's not. It, it's unrelated to graphics issues, too. So, All I mean, right, fair it's, enough. It's, uh, fair enough. Yeah, anyway, I just don't know. Not, yeah. GDC's coming up next week. I noticed in my scheduling that there are all these, uh, a lot of playtesting talks being huh. about playtesting specifically. Uh, Valve's doing one, uh, Double Fine's doing one, and the Double Fine one was really interesting because um, apparently they have created a, a robotic testing, so- like a software testing uh, thing. They made a robot? They made a cyborg? They, 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 like the, the talk is called like robotic playtesting or something. And um, and to save money uh, and 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 uh, time on uh, playtesting levels, they've created this system uh, where it will automatically a robot, if you will, yeah, a yeah, yeah, a player a robot. robot. <clears throat> um, and I, I was just, I, do you know anything about this? Like, I was just, no, I don't. No. Jake, do you? nope. It sounds really interesting, I mean, though. I mean, they, they used to have that huge cardboard robot called Robox in their old office. Maybe, maybe <laughs> that'd be funny if it was all just like a joke. That guy, like, yeah, they've yeah. outfitted him with some cyborg mice. <laughs> <laughs> God, you slice off its arm and just Cytex cyborgs come pouring out. <laughs> it's like it's like Gross. the uh, scarabs and the mummy just like right. pouring yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I guess that makes sense. I mean I guess what is it just sort of put do every conceivable thing until the game crashes and then it yeah. has recorded. What, I cannot I, tell that the yellow circles are ammunition. <laughs> oh, thanks, robot. Yeah, yeah. I mean I, I guess it just like moves. I mean. People use like bots to play World of Warcraft and shit, where it just yeah. does a bunch of prescribed actions. And I think I it must be once that. Once it detects a crash, it yeah. just because we'll, I mean we'll find like, out at GDC. You know, yeah. in, it just sounded interesting. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if after Valve, like when Portal came out and Valve suddenly, like everyone was talking about Valve instead of just sort of them being there selling a bunch of games, which is sort of how they usually operate. Portal kind of thrusts them a lot more into the the sort of like the sphere of discussion in the games industry. Right. Uh, considering they're always talking about playtesting every two seconds, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if more people are sort of reevaluating like their how they playtest or how frequently they playtest or mm-hmm. or you know how they use it. Yeah. And also there was like big piece I remember I forget who published it, maybe it was Wired about Bungie's just like it, it, I think Bungie, they might be doing playtesting uh, a talk as well on playtesting. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Anyway. Well, that's cool. That's a good thing. I mean, that's like a really good thing for studios to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Yep. Empire Total War could have used some of that. <laughs> <laughs> I get the string well, of probably, stuff, probably and then not, I paste it in the support form. Probably not, though, because that it would be you'd be coming into their offices using their computer where everything works. That just needed more QA testing. Yeah. yeah. That's what that game needed. Yeah, it's the figuring out if your modern, complicated game actually makes sense to anyone. Right. Yeah. Did you see that Eurogamer interview where they were talking about Goose... Goose... Why is that Goose Boosters? Are talking about the Goose Boosters? Yeah, the Goose Boosters. <laughs> no, yeah. I didn't see that. Who's or, the guy who, who wrote the theme song of Ghostbusters? I can't think of his name right now. Ray Parker? Ray Parker, yeah. Ray Parker Jr. He was... Yeah, it was it was funny because they asked him, like, so how much money did you make on this thing, on the song? He's like, I, I can basically... I make, like, 100 pounds a minute. I don't have to do anything for the rest of my life. And that was the end of the interview. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... 
They're like, so let me get this straight. You don't have to do anything for the rest of your life, and you get like 100 pounds a minute. And he's like, yeah, pretty much. Because of and the that Ghostbusters was, and, theme? And, yeah, because of the Ghostbusters because of, theme. Because of fucking because he, Bustin makes me feel good. He yeah, likes Bustin, the girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty It's pretty amazing. Well, that's good. Yep. Congrats to that guy. Did we play the games? <laughs> there, were some games there were some games played. Yeah. I, I sat there watching you and Steve play uh, RE5 co-op for a while. That's oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. How are you liking that? Um, I uh, I'm not I don't dislike it. Like yeah. I don't I don't think it's like super boring or anything. But yeah. it's definitely like after we stopped playing, I was like, okay, well, yeah. You guys right. you guys seemed into it when you were playing it, but not yeah. Well, when it, we were, it, it, not necessarily like blown away. It wasn't changing your lives right. as you were watching it, when, <laughs> and then when, you forgot about it the moment the TV turned off. Yeah, exactly. I haven't thought about it since then, and I haven't been compelled to go load it up. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Feel the same way about it. You guys actually got to the uh, motorcycle zombie part. We did. We got to a motorcycle zombie part and then died. And it was like that. Part you died was... during the uh, d- during the cutscene. No, the... not during the cutscene. During oh. just one <laughs> when you like when you're in the truck and and zombies are falling. Oh, oh, that part. Yes, right, right. One thing that I really enjoyed about Resident Evil Five from watching it was that in the cutscenes, one of the sound effects that the zombies have whenever they like jump over a wall or like go off a jump on a motorcycle. It's the sound. It's like, yeah. And it's, <laughs> I think it's just supposed to be like, ah, like a scream. But it sounds like they're about to be like rock and roll. Especially like when they're going over a jump in a motorcycle, like waving a gun and firing it in the air. You yeah. just expect like, all right, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't happen. They instead just sort of start moaning again. Yeah. But there's, it, I heard that. Sound there's like, that little outburst though. I heard that sound like three or four times, and I kept like, whoa, like I don't know. Axel Rose was about to walk in. <laughs> right. Well, he got turned into a zombie. Yeah, that's, that's true. Back in the late 90s. He's still there. <laughs> it might have happened. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. Also, there was that yeah. one cutscene uh, when Jill Valentine calls you up. Spoiler. Uh, and it flashes to... Uh, it flashes to the the mansion from Resident Evil One, but done up in the visual style of Resident Evil Five. And oh, a yeah. little A little tear appeared. I was like, oh... Oh, that's awesome looking. Well, <laughs> right. I guess we're playing this game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I guess instead we're here. Yeah. In this desert. Yeah. yeah just just seeing like that half moment. I, like, I remember why yeah. I love Resident <laughs> that Evil. That had so right. much more identity than, yeah. than it did. anything in the actual game that we were playing. Yeah. 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 I um I don't know. When we stopped playing it was kinda of, I mean, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, this kind of syndrome. Like at the point when we stopped playing it had been just like this really long, boring us on truck turrets with zombies coming after us and then when we died that part had been such an yes, extended right. unenjoyable thing yep. that it just that, that game is never like being this, turned back on yeah yeah well the part after that's stupid if too. i go back to this that means i'm gonna have to play through that whole goddamn <laughs> right. thing again the number of games like, yeah we, we were talking about that actually you and steve and i were talking about that about games we've put down because you've ended up ending them on a such a low horrible frustrating and or boring note yep. that it's like right if i powered through this part and the next part was moderately good I'd probably play this game for fucking ever, but since this is where I turned it off tonight, that yeah. game is going to maybe <laughs> sit in the like drive tray for a day, and then it's going to be ejected and put on the shelf. Right. Yep. The end. Like, there's the, the like, you know, 24-hour window where you're sort of maybe guilting yourself into the fact that you might put the, play the game again, but nah, yeah, and then it's gone. That's for me, at least. Yeah. No, that's true. And that it's probably sad. the case with this game. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean... Maybe maybe if if someone's over again and they want to play co-op, but I'm not going to go out of my way to play it on my right. own. Also, f- for some reason, they the co-op the the split screen co-op thing is all fucked up. I mean, it's fine like it the game works fine in gameplay, but like the, there you, there's no option for it. Like the only options are Xbox Live 
and System Link. Is it like a, a weird like arcade style where player two just presses start and it, yeah. it, it like picture in pictures yeah. itself? No, and one, one of my coworkers was thought they just removed split screen for the for the retail build because it just doesn't mention it in the right. menu anywhere, which makes no sense. I don't understand why they wouldn't. If you can choose Xbox Live and choose System Link, you'd think you could choose split screen. And he was yeah. just, I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure it has it. I was talking to him before I had played the game. Right. So I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure it's in there. I, I definitely think they put it in there. And he's like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's not in the menu. I couldn't find it anywhere. And so then I, when Steve came over, we went in and like when we first started up, we were like, what the fuck? Seriously? Was he right? Did they just not put it in? It, <laughs> it took us a long time where it's like, well, I guess just one of us will play. And then someone just happened to try pressing start or whatever. And like, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was really odd UI design there, but whatever. Yeah, it also seemed like they, in the end of level stuff, you guys were having a lot of trouble with, it wasn't necessarily accounting for both of you being there for yeah. some, for some of like the weapon loadout stuff and that. Yeah, if you leave and come back, like we, we quit out of the game because you can, for some weird reason, you can buy multiple weapons of the same type. And just fuck yourself up because you can't do anything with multiple weapons at the same time. Yeah. Uh, we thought maybe that was so you could buy one and give it to your friend, but you can't give weapons to your friend ever. You can never give weapons to your friend. You can give any item to your friend except weapons. So there's there's literally zero, absolutely zero function in the buying additional weapons. Just makes choice. you feel bad. You well, can't you can't carry one in each hand. Right. And so <laughs> and so I and so I. You can just, do it between missions, but no, not. no, you can't. You can never ever give guns to a human. Nick looks dubious. Oh, oh. Maybe you, maybe you could if it was another Xbox Live player. I don't know, but split screen, you definitely cannot oh. under any circumstances ever give a gun to your your friend. Or did you think he was saying that in game you can't like you can't just yeah like, right you can't just, like, just like, toss, toss the yeah. shotgun to the other guy? Like, no, you can't do that. No, that, no yeah, no. that would be awesome. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, but you can't do it in the inventory screen either. No. Weird. Yeah, it's really dumb. Because so, I mean, they have that that management bay where you can like throw weapons into it's like a pool like a bat you know like a general pool of yeah stuff. It, as far as i can tell it worked for everything except guns weird if someone if a listener like has if we're all if there's full like of another, shit and yeah, doing something wrong. there's like some <laughs> weird mechanism that or some obvious mechanism that we're missing <laughs> the, yeah. i don't know press rt to s pass weapon to team <laughs> right <laughs> but like every up every item has the option except every item except weapons is, i think i don't know it was really mm. weird. We tried for a while. It's, it's built so you can sort of just comedically fill your entire inventory with the same with shotgun. With like a pistol, right? Yeah. 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 And so once, and so I accidentally bought another gun, um, and then realized I couldn't do that. So we decided to just quit out and just load our save, so that we could just you know erase my mistake because you can't undo that. And when we did, we had to go through like 15 minutes of rigmarole getting the game to recognize because you can't have the player join in until you've already started the mission you can't have your friend join in when you're in the pre-mission inventory screen which is also idiotic so at least in split screen you can't do that and so it was confusing i don't even want to explain it because it was yeah. so confusing but it was That's just like stupid. a weird thing where we had to there are some extreme holes in, in split out, screen is yeah, what you're saying. sign in and out a million times to make sure we both but even actually that inventory had system I, we had before I just I didn't care for it at all. I mean, I I don't know about you guys, but like in Resident Evil Four, I enjoyed having to sort of fit my items in that Tetris style. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying. I don't mind. I don't miss that. I I kind of did. Kinda, I, I kind of did. I did kind of like it, but I don't miss it at all. I did yeah. miss the dude. I missed. I missed, the, I missed the dude, and I missed. I, miss I missed. I missed everything like, about. It seems that, like especially that, if you're gonna. Like I think Steve was talking about this too. If you're if you're gonna move all that stuff to the end of the mission, that's like the perfect time. 
to meet up with that guy. Just have the dude there. What are you buying? Oh, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. guy. He's yeah. just playing his own other Resident well, Evil they, game. Considering they, they well, brought like, back so many of the, like they right. already brought back so many NPC touch, touchstones yeah, yeah. from RE4 right. anyway. It's yeah. Like, you might as well bring back the hilarious one. I don't know why yeah. they, I don't know why they changed something that wasn't broken. Also, it is amazing that, the, what, what, what's the name of the disease in this game? The, the infection thing? Does it have one? Know. Okay. Well, whatever it is, letter it's, virus. It's weird. It's weird. Thing. That, I don't, it's weird that one effect that it has on you is something. it causes you to put a bag on your head and pick up a chainsaw. <laughs> right. I know, and I like that. That from culture to culture, right. the way they wear the bag apparently changes. Right. <laughs> like the Spanish ones, they're pretty yeah. straightforward. They just kind of put the bag on their mm-hmm. head. The African ones go all out, fucking wrap that shit with ropes. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's. Aren't there, didn't they cut holes in the eyes too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you maintain yeah. a little bit of your cultural identity, I guess. <laughs> right. I don't know what that through means. the way in which through you, the way in which you right. wear the bag on your head and pick up a chainsaw. Right. Um. But yeah, I guess that. I can't pre- wait to see Resident Evil. Uh, what's the next one? Six. Yeah. How that guy wears it. Maybe he'll fucking cut it up into yeah. little pieces. It's, it's and glue too bad that they've, that they've decided that this is a disease that makes you put a bag on your head and pick up a chainsaw. Because <laughs> that guy is fucking everywhere at this yeah. point. Yeah. He's not just well. That, actually, on the topic of that guy, this is, you know, as much as. There can be some sort of tension in this game. Like, the fucking chainsaw guy was gone. Steve and I fucking yeah. raped that guy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, the thing about like, it is, he just, stops in front of you now. He'll he'll just, he'll run up to you. Yeah, and he'll just, you. He, he does like a little thing where he just sort of like, he considers whether or not it's really fair to like chop your head off. And then he <laughs> fucking does it. Like, well, we didn't even get to that point. Like, it was literally, I just stood at like the far end of a corridor with a sniper rifle. Yeah. Fucking sniped him twice in the head. Steve ran up to him, did the fucking thing. Yeah. Ran away. I sniped him some more. Like, that guy was fucking owned. He had no chance yeah. at all, ever. Yeah. Like, he was just out. Uh, and <laughs> but exactly, I mean, the, the, he wasn't uh, infected. He was, it was a copycat thing it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just a regular just guy that dude was really cool. yeah, he's, it's like man that guy what a stylish that dude. was a child yeah, yeah th- there wasn't actually I've no infection his methods with you my were, with my bag it was a fan convention <laughs> right yeah um <laughs> yeah. yeah it was cosplay <laughs> <laughs> and 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 that was on the the second highest difficulty and I, I saw some people on the internet say this game should be played on the highest difficulty but the difference was when we tried the highest difficulty we we just fucking got completely destroyed so yeah. we either we were even i mean and not on the chainsaw guy but even before the chainsaw guy just regular fucking dudes just shoot us up so maybe we suck at games but I, uh, for us yeah. the the second hardest one was was pretty goddamn easy and then the this hardest one stupid, was fucking hard as shit this might be a dumb thing to say but i i enjoy games that have four difficulty levels as opposed to three <laughs> did this one only have three i think it, yeah it's just easy normal and hard okay, I believe. so we did normal unless there's one that the you can unlock i don't yeah, think I don't there is but but they gotta add that fourth one between well, hard and really hard or yeah i mean, I mean uh, to me like medium if, there, if there are three i'm gonna play normal just as a default right. yeah I pretty and much do that, as well. that is typically either you know too easy or you know what i mean it's just I, I don't know. It's, it's usually that third difficulty level for me is the uh, three out of four is, is what I like to play on. Uh, this is a stupid comment. It's <laughs> <laughs> really dumb. But uh, I understand what you're. You know saying. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of like I a, like a that percentage system. Yeah, like, I would prefer sort of that. The pro, like sixty five percent of the prosumer level. I prefer like yeah. a B plus <laughs> difficulty. Level. Right. Anyway, I mean they could rate that with fucking graphics and replay value. <laughs> I'd like to play the game on replay value 7 mode Exactly, you set it and then they, the review kicks back the appropriate uh, final aggregate score Oh, it's maybe it's not an aggregate though, maybe it's just the final rating Wait, Oh right, yeah, it doesn't have to be an average Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yes. Resident Evil 5. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, whatever. It's a game. What else were we doing? You and I played through Gravity Bone. Yeah, Gravity Bone. That's a oh. cool game. We, we kind of missed the initial wave. We of missed the Gravity Bone game. wave, yeah. if you yeah. will. <laughs> the, yeah. the Gravity Bone well. But uh, it's a cool thing. It's a, a dude... Um, God, what did what company did we determine he worked for? Is it Pandemic? I think so, yeah. Yeah. A, a, a guy who is a full-time developer in, in his real job also makes... I think he's made two or three of these... Yeah, two like, or three other... Cool little self-made indie games. And Gravity Bone is the most recent one. I think it came out in January or something. Yeah, it's it's using an extremely like, it's using the Quake Two engine, but with all yeah. the sort of weird uh, mods that people have done to it over the years since it went open source. So it it's you know it's low poly and looks like Quake Two, except that it's got crazy lighting and bloom and stuff. Yeah, but, uh, and the the characters are all deliberately like rectangular in shape, like yeah, they're all they very big box hard heads. edges. So it pretty much looks fine. Like, yeah, it looks cool. I could have believe. I mean, I would believe that he could have made that in Source or something, mm -hmm. and just also used really low low polygon yeah. models. Yeah, because um, it there was nothing in it that yeah, it's dated a, itself. It's, it's, a, it's a stylistic it's choice. It's a first person game thing. wherein you're a yeah. spy, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> like you poison a guy, and you're a spy who just goes through a series of like I don't know three completely predetermined missions. Two. Only two? Yeah, you just go through two like weird missions where just you get instructions from some unknown uh, source and just carry these things out, and then it ends yep. in a hilarious, cool way. It was only like 20 minutes Yeah, it was like a 20-minute game, yeah. It was very cool. Yeah. Um, it, it was... You yeah. know, I mean, it's the sort of thing that it's, it's so short, and it was interesting enough that I don't really want to talk about too many of the specifics. Exactly, yeah. Because just playing it you'll, through you'll once... You'll get through it anyway. Right. Um, yeah. It, I mean, it, it feels like the guy made it with either the intention or just the un unintentional result of just putting like standard kind of video game mission uh, objective sort of cliches or tropes just like as upfront as possible and just being like, here's what you do in a video game. Like so out in the open that it ends up being sort of hilarious mm. and weird. I don't know. It's a cool game. It's worth playing. It's a free download, obviously, and it, I'm sure it runs on any hardware pretty much. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. We approve of it. <laughs> oh, we played through the uh, Little Big Planet. Well, not we didn't play through. We, we sucked really hard <laughs> at, little, at, at play... the Little Big Contra thing. Right. Oh, oh, I haven't tried that out yet. How was that? It was Contra. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? I mean, it was made by a bunch of uh, people from Gaff, and mm. it was all eight levels of Contra. Yeah. And it's uh, hard as shit. Just yeah, like it's, it's like Contra, except that. Yeah, your jumping is weird and physical. Right, your jumping is weird, yeah. and uh, you have to position where you shoot in a different way than you position where you move because there's two analog sticks and a jump. So it's like Contra Pro. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was cool though. It was it was it did an amazing job of making me feel like I was playing Contra and Little Big Planet at the same time, basically. Right. Which we is played a what, stupid three, as hell. Three or four say. levels or so. I'd say. Yeah, we played level yeah. one and then we we got destroyed a thousand times on the boss and gave up and then. Played a couple other ones. Yeah, we, there was one we couldn't find. It was like yeah, level two was gone. Was but gone whatever. or something. Yeah, we mm. killed we killed that alien at the top of the waterfall level. That was cool. Oh was, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, was, was, he was large yeah. and in charge and shot things all over the place. Yeah, yeah they it, they, uh, they had the like uh, I don't know what you call them, but the sort base of levels, more first person base levels. Yeah, yeah, uh, like third person behind. Yeah, they used you. they used what looked like a similar hack to the people who did the um, the Gradius levels in right, the right, planet, exactly. oh, yeah. where your guys are behind the screen on a jetpack flying around, which then is like hooked up to a visual representation of your guy in the real game. Yeah, it's, that stuff is really cool. It's it really makes, crazy. Yeah, it's, it's pretty uh, amazing. It makes, little Little yeah. Big Planet wins a billion points for allowing people to actually go and make a weird. Uh, 
like nearly first person NES emulation. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's I'm weird really nuts. glad that people actually, you know, sort of latched onto that game and, and did produce stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because I think there was a period there after a week where it was just like everybody like had made like more, music right. levels and stuff, right, and yeah. just like, hey, here's the wacky, you know, right, Street I mean, Fighter thing, and, like then, and then and then there, there are some people like, that are sort of actually doing the sort of like tier two content that you were hoping. Right. Like, once people yeah. get familiar with this, they could really make some amazing stuff. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It, and then, well, I mean, the amazing thing that was made is remaking an NES game, but it's done to such a, <laughs> right. to such a like technical, uh, technically great degree that it's it's really impressive. Yeah, and, it was really really cool. Yeah. And uh, also, anyone who looks at Little Big Planet and thinks that maybe it's not hard and is for a child because it looks goofy, <laughs> play the Contra level. Play and <laughs> Jesus holy Christ. crap, um, yeah, it's ridiculous. The, I thought the waterfall one was super fun. Yeah, that was I great. really really liked that one. You know, good job to whoever that was, but. Uh, it was also uh, that one had more checkpoints than level one, <laughs> right. which we needed badly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's because it had stationary checkpoints, whereas yeah. level one had the it helicopter. Had the, it had the dropship, which we just ran out of lives like all yep. all the time. But the internet claims, and actually the text message at the beginning of the level claims that there's a hidden uh, Konami code at the be- yeah, on the title screen, but we couldn't, couldn't find it. We didn't. We, know we're not even that. good enough to find the Konami code. <laughs> right. We already know what the Konami code is, and we couldn't find it. Yeah, so, so. that's cool. Jake kept trying to put in like. I kept trying to move the guy in the configuration of the code to see if that right. would work it or like and jump around madly. No. But it was it's pretty sweet. If yeah. you have a little big planet, you need to play it. You probably have already played it. Yeah. It was rad. So. Yeah. Cool. Internet actually actually also it's really impressive to me when just a bunch of dudes on a message board get together and actually complete something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, like, well, it's a sort of yeah, project. That's pretty um Yeah, things on the internet like that they they explode. Yeah, they just people yeah. lose interest or whatever. It yeah, just it's super impressive that they made all of Contra from start to finish. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's rad. Way to go, internet! Fuck yeah, internet! Ooh, let's take a break. Yeah, yeah. breaking video game. I wanted to talk more about Baghead guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> why didn't you? I, I called him the, Sack the, Man. The, 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 I think, the conversation in my review. drifted away. But uh, I really, I want. He's I'll, like the grown-up sack boy, isn't but he? In my mind, you know how you see you see people get infected in that game. Like, every, don't you, you occasionally see someone dragged away, then they yes. come back infected? They they put shit in their face. Sorry, in, <laughs> they put shit in their face. Yeah, but yeah. in my mind, I sort of was imagining like the guy on the ground, and then as the infection started taking over, you'd see like the shaking hand sort of <laughs> drop into frame on the floorboard to sort of like reach around and find a grab bro- like a potato like, sack, like a, a sack of potatoes, sack, just, just like <laughs> sort of twitching over, and then he oh, puts it on his head and cinches up the rope and. And then, right. like, well, the other hand finds a chainsaw. And he's that's why his head is like, so lumpy. There's like a potato yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually, yeah, it's just a found bag. Yeah. And that's that. My mind sort of drifted to that. Yeah, like the cutscene where you know you see you see the blonde yeah. girl taken away, then she turns into a zombie or something. <laughs> that's why she puts the bag over her head. She's right. She- <laughs> oh man, that's true. She was halfway. She was halfway transformed. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, that would that would be my favorite thing if that game just admitted that the virus spawned a chainsaw man. <laughs> There needs to be a Chainsaw Man uh, Sackboy released DLC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's hilarious, Man. actually. I would he just that. wears another Sackboy's head on yeah, his Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sack? Fuck it. Yeah. Burlap or whatever the hell those guys are made out yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. They're made out of sack. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Let the record show. Chris went there. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now that I've now that okay, I've false that, break over. Now that I've <laughs> that, do, do we want to take a real break or do we want to just sure. keep talking about games? Uh, I, I think that's a break. 
Have you ever wanted to take a ride in a real airplane? Fly through that wild blue yonder in an honest-to-god flying contraption? And now you can. With old man Clancy's haw. It does all the zip-zooming around every which way, just like a genuine airship. But without all them fool buttons and controls. It's just like driving a tractor. Except you can't see where you're going, and it's not on the ground. Plus, you can get your off certification. And the best part is, you don't even need to sit in the plane. You can watch it all from outside, like movies. Old man plants his haw. It's airplanes, for folks that don't know what airplanes is. Order now and receive a free Wonder Boner. Line Rider 2. Actually, I think it is Line Rider 2. I think that actually is what it line really is called. Two, yeah, line, line Rider 2, the Line Rider. <laughs> the Rider. <Yeah. laughs> anyway, so, hey, so hey we're so talking that, about that company is making a, a new RPG by the guy, like the lead artist and designer. That's a shift. I know. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, they made that Bard's Tale thing. He was very yeah. disappointed in the aesthetic of Fallout 3. You know, it's funny, actually. Oh I, asked him, I asked him about Fallout 3. No, I know. And, sorry. Uh, that was a weird callback to the Diablo yeah. 2 guy. Oh, oh yeah. Bill, you know what? I like, hold on. We're, we're, okay, unless you want to keep, go with that. Well, I was just going to say, I kind of agree with Bill Tiller at this point. Bill Tiller? Know. I'm sorry, Bill Roper. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bill, T- I'm just, Bill Tiller, the character designer naming, at Arena.net, who now made Vampire naming Story. a thousand yeah. uh, video game people at this point. No. Uh, okay, well, I guess we'll go one at a time. So, Jason Anderson, <laughs> I did ask him about what he thought about Fallout 3, and he actually said he really liked it. Yeah. Um, it's, he said there you know, a couple things he probably would have done differently if he and you know Tim Kane and... Leonard Boyarsky or whatever were making it, but yeah. you know what can you do? He said he thought it was really good, and he thought that he. I think it seemed like the thing he liked the most actually was that Bethesda lately has sort of shown that you can take a crazy like big single player RPG and have it be a viable right. big hit that people actually want. Yeah, the play. fact that they sort of yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. a really cool thing to say. Remember Fallout, that weird Bring PC it back. game. Now everyone wants Fallout. Right. Oh, okay. And it, it seemed like he was sort of encouraged by that, because before, immediately before In Exile, he was at back at Interplay making what probably was the Fallout MMO, but that's never been officially announced, but it was Project V13, yeah. which was an Vault MMO. 13, not yeah, a lot. right. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. the Fallout MMO, because we already knew Interplay was making the Fallout MMO. Yeah. And it's, it's funny, because he didn't put that in the category of RPG. It was weird. Like, he probably, I mean, he probably, that might have just been a slip of the tongue, but he's like, yeah, I've always really been into RPGs. I never really left RPGs. Well, except for that year when I was working on, you know, the MMO with Interplay. But, uh, you know, other than that, and it's like weird. (laughs) So I guess to him, an RPG really is like a single player experience, which I thought was interesting, at least on the, on a computer. That or Vault 13 was really, or is really strange and not so much an RPG, but I doubt that's probably, that's not how I read yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, having done the interview, that's not okay, how I took yeah. it. But it could be. You know, who the fuck knows? I mean, Interplay could be making some weird ass thing. Action, sort of MMO, Fallout thing, yeah. themed sort of like puzzle palace. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, on Popcat, yeah. But uh, yeah, exactly. It's Puzzle Quest MMO. Um, but no, it sounded like he just really sort of has a fondness for single player RPGs, which is not surprising because he made one that has you know is very fondly remembered by a lot of people. Yeah. And it seemed he, he did seem pretty pretty enthused. That Bethesda is able to make these uh, really big single-player RPGs and have people actually like them and pay attention. That's to cool. Them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think that necessarily means he's gonna, 
sort of just ape the, the Bethesda style for whatever he's working right. on. Right, he'll be aping it. Just the yeah, the general feasibility of the genre was seemed to be cool to him. So that's cool. Um, yeah, so that was an interesting thing. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was it was sort of a surprise. I mean, that guy. It, I don't know. It's funny now that now that Fallout Three is a big deal, like. That's the kind of thing that someone can issue press releases about, and right. like that. That basically Fallout guy right. is this like, oh, exactly. Sweet. Like yeah. ever since Fallout Three was announced as being a Bethesda game, that has been happening all the time. Like, like mm-hmm. everyone who's it's ever sort of involved the, with Fallout, the esteem, yeah, yeah. The esteem of of all Fallout devs has has risen. That's, yeah, that's cool. Like my leading question, and I feel like an immediate. You're asking ask, leading questions now. Well, <laughs> my opening <laughs> question. What well, my leading question was: so if you had killed. What, how would it have been done? Um, then he wrote a book about it. But uh, no, uh, <laughs> I, I, I opened with so because you know in the press release it was like Fallout original Fallout designer yeah, yeah, yeah. does a thing like can't wait to, to fucking RPG it up with the Fallout guy. And so my initial question was, you know, is this is some, this the real Fallout Three? <laughs> right, yeah. What's the secret of Fallout? No, I, I was like, well, is this in the vein of Fallout at all? Or you know, it could seem right. like. And then Im- immediately he's like, well, you know, I mean, I spent like eight years at Troika, like making those games too, and I'm like, oh, you're right, I'm an asshole, <laughs> just being like, Fallout, fell guy, into Fallout the, guy. Uh, yeah. But it's like that's, that's, that's how he's being pitched. Sure, you know I mean? yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That it's logical. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So it, he led you in the end. Yep, I was led. No, but it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it was interesting to see. It's it's been an interesting phenomenon. The sort of weird fallout effect, where that's the cool, fallout like, of yeah, the fallout fallout. fallout. Oh, I hate Nick. Nice one. I hated that as it came out. All right. <laughs> Wait, what did you hate as a kid? <laughs> he said he hated it as it came out. Yeah, which is also gross sounding out of context. Oh, oh. <laughs> out of his butt. Yeah. What? Come on. <laughs> Sorry, our podcast is above. Anyway, kind of Diablo. Petty. Yeah, Diablo. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, how do you guys feel about how Diablo three looks? I mean, Jake, you probably didn't play too much Diablo 2, right? I haven't, I haven't played a lot of Diablo in general. I mean, right, I've, right, I've right. put a number of hours into them, but not as many as most people in the world who, who say they've played Diablo. Right. Um, that said, Diablo 3, see, now I've ruined all credibility, so when I say that I think right, Diablo right, 3 right, looks right. good, yeah, people yeah, will be yeah, like, yeah. you don't fucking know. You <laughs> exactly. weren't there. You don't fucking know <laughs> what it looks like. I think it looks like a really good game. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah, the, yeah. visually it still looks like a crazy gothic game. I could, You're going to tell me that... Uh, all those fan mock-ups are the real deal. No, no, now. that's not what I want you to tell gonna you. You are going to say it. I'm okay, not. should we talk about why we're saying this? Yeah, oh, right. So before you just said okay. something dangerous, Nick. Oh, I know. Okay, so basically, I know. okay. I'm... So Blizzard uh, obviously has released screenshots of Double Three. I'm sure everyone knows that. Yeah. And then was it today or yesterday or something? I don't know. Recently, yesterday, um, two days ago. Bill Roper. <laughs> determine the hours <laughs> um, recently. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. Within recent memory, uh, Bill Roper, who. Uh, was one of the key guys at Blizzard North when that yes. studio actually existed and made Diablo and Diablo 2 uh, and then more recently crashed and burned with Hellgate uh, he, someone asked him in an interview I think a lot of people gave him shit for this because they thought he was just stomping around and shitting on things but someone in an interview specifically asked him what he thought about Diablo 2's art style and he basically said three. Diablo 3, Jesus Christ, I can't talk at all anymore um, and uh, well I don't know, Nick, why don't you you, uh, he I, more or less said that he that you know that he didn't think it was a bad game, um, or a, ba- a bad look for the game, but uh, but said that he preferred the more gothic, you know, darker style yeah, I mean, Diablo, he, of the previous Diablo he games. He was like, oh, he, this is the Blizzard Irvine guy. Yeah, yeah. He he sort of Blizzard, drew, he drew the a distinction North between like right. liked the darker stuff, and you can yeah. tell that it's not made by it's made by the new. You can tell it's made by the StarCraft guys, guys which I think is a yeah. pretty accurate statement. Sure, yeah, I, mean, I think yeah. it is too. Yeah, whether you agree with his opinion or not, I think everybody saw that. I mean, I think that was I think up to this point, people kind of knew that that was the. 
that yeah. character is the characterization i think is not like loaded in any way it's pretty, no pretty pretty accurate but it's on, yeah. people's reaction to it you know is different yeah I, i'm I, at first i was sort of like right up there with the sort of just like getting really irritated like, by the dudes who are, yeah exactly i'm just like shut up whatever it looks good fuck it who the hell cares um but I don't know, for whatever reason, over time, I'm probably because I'm no longer on the high I was when they first announced the game, and I'm just like, motherfucking Diablo 3, <laughs> <Yeah>. bitches, <laughs> fuck yeah, wizard. Wizard. Like, you know, I, uh, <laughs> like, now it's been a while, and now it's just like, oh, okay, more Diablo 3. So now, That's in cool. the classic internet curve, you're like, right. fuck, fuck this, is right. not the real thing. <laughs> right. Like, and then, the like, a month before the up. game comes out, I'd be like, fuck yeah, man, right, I was exactly. so stupid, why did I ever exactly. say that? It's fucking I mean, I, I'm this curve. Like, we'll be able to watch you do this over the <laughs> no, over the true. over the year. It's true. I'm not going to even pretend to deny it. Like that game's going to come out. And I'm going to fucking play this shit out of it, and it's yeah. going to be sweet. But you know, but it's going to look gay. Well, <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm sorry. At this point, I shouldn't have said that. Probably at like one of the farthest points <laughs> from the initial announcement and from release. We're probably around the midpoint between those two things at this point. Or so you're predicting the release. Maybe of even Diablo less 3 than the midpoint. But yeah. yeah oh my know, god. <laughs> well, it could be less in the wrong direction. Oh my god <laughs> everything is scandalous yeah jake is, is scandalized he's a scandalized british woman the floor is covered in <laughs> monocles that i've dropped <laughs> yeah so i don't know I, I i mean i guess i guess if it was a magical world where i could just tell them to do whatever i wanted i'd probably say dial back the brightness and colors a bit but whatever i don't know well i mean here's the thing like i i didn't particularly take to the starcraft 2 style originally I mean, and there was a recent batch of screenshots that came out where they directly compared, you know, Blizzard actually went down and did comparisons between, you know, the initial, like, the initial look of the Zerg and then the Zerg, like, six months later. What, like, their fucking alpha build? Like, you're talking about StarCraft 1? No. No, 2. Oh, oh, they actually showed... Oh, yeah, yeah, they made made up, they made up... uh, There's been, they've done, like, a full... Yeah, it's like a Q&A thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a dramatic... I mean, like... They toned back the color. They you know, they added a lot of grit. You know, they they did a lot of you know sort of filtering and stuff. I, I predict that a similar thing will happen. To I, I mean, I don't I think, think it, so I don't too. think it's going to turn into the, no, the fan it, screenshots right. where it basically just looks like the fucking underworld movies, right? Uh, but I'm sure that I'm sure that they're going to get it to a more a more refined place before the game comes out. I think so. That's I think cool. uh, yeah. At this point, it's it's a little early. I, I I kind of agree. I think that you know in general it it sort of has a smoothed over sort of graphical like just even, even just like the polygons the way that they're you know yeah. just the, the way that the game is sort of built in the engine just doesn't scream you know gothic horror to me you know what i mean yeah, well, it's something that's called diablo yeah i mean just like i don't know that word is but uh it's pretty i mean playing the game i i like uh, i didn't give a shit i you know no, I, I, I was like yeah, fuck yeah once you're in diablo i feel like it'll probably still end up being totally consistent enough that you're i not, think you're not gonna be like look at this purple this purple right. light in this room well, here's the thing. like diablo i i think what's gonna happen is there will be some levels that are like the original diablo and there'll be some that aren't you know i mean there's yeah. i think they're trying to you know just sort of broaden the spectrum i mean yeah. they've said as much i mean so i mean i think that when you see a screenshot where it's bright outside I that's think, probably I the think, first level of a chapter and then you know, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure that a decent amount of what's going on is extreme excitement leading to over-analysis leading to disappointment. Yeah. It's like when a genre superhero trailer comes out and people pull every single frame and are like, look, in this one his eyebrow is arched slightly. They <laughs> fucked up the character. I mean, admittedly, yeah. like, if this is representative of the overall like tone of the game, some people it probably won't sit well with. But yeah. games in general, also, once you're playing them, that sort of thing sticks out yeah. less 
I think that, I think that's true. I think everything you said is I, is definitely true. But I don't that's think not stopping you. But I, well, but I don't think that should be used just to dismiss opinions. Like, no, I'm not saying I'm not that saying, I'm not saying of, that. I yeah. just I mean you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I understand what you mean. I, 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 I there's nothing wrong with with. Well, there's something wrong with it if you're going to be a big douche about it and uh, tell Blizzard how they're fucking retarded on the internet. But I think you're, it's perfectly fine to. I really to want yeah. the the game to look and feel a little different than it does. Yeah. I think it's in an early yeah. state, graphically speaking. Like playing it at BlizzCon, I could tell that the demo level, which you know was clearly a demo level, you know, sort of right. cobbled together. Right, right, right. I mean, <clears throat> just looking at you know just even like the first impression, I was like, you know, this game is not going to look like this when you know, I eventually play it's, it. It's I, too I, bad that they feel the need to, for some <clears throat> reason, release shit that early. Like I, it's weird that these yeah. days Blizzard is one of those because they. As much as people always talk about Blizzard taking forever, they didn't actually used to take as long as they do now, and it's fine that they take that long. I don't mind at all. It does it, sort it of is frustrate weird that fans. they that they like years in advance now yeah. will release screen because I mean, There's if a you if you think yeah. back, they would release a game every year or every eighteen months or so, mm-hmm. and now with the exception of of World of Warcraft expansions, that just doesn't happen. I wonder if just I mean, well, I think they're going to be trying. I mean, with Starcraft at this point, they're, they're right you know, and yeah. Diablo three and, I mean, and think, World of Warcraft. I think in the next couple of years, you'll probably see more regular. The fact, the fact that because the licenses that they work with at this point are so huge, it, I think it probably does work in their advantage. Like if they said Diablo three is coming out like a month before it came out, well, I'm not, not okay, but I mean. They, I feel like they might, they might know. I don't yeah. know. I mean, even a year, I think, would be more reasonable. I guess, I guess, if it gets more than a year, it's a little bit insane, which it is going to be. Yeah, it but, frustrates people a lot. I mean, just yeah, like watching like comments and such. At the end I mean, of the people day, are just like fuck these screenshots. They, they, but at the, the end of the day, I think sell a fucking billion copies. Yeah. I, know, I, I mean, know who knows is. if it would? If they right. it probably still would if they didn't do it. So they probably don't have because I, I assume the people who are who are ever going to see these screenshots this early on are the people who would see gonna them buy it anyway. anytime. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like there probably aren't too many because I mean I have friends who are not guys who read gaming sites or keep up with this shit, but will definitely play Diablo. And those guys have not like at least most of them have not seen any of the shit that's been released so far. But, you know, whatever. I mean, certainly, I mean, you know, obviously the sort of answer to any of these questions is Blizzard obviously knows what they're doing. I think, Um, you know, but, you know, I think it's I think there's stuff to be discussed. I think they like to have big announcements at BlizzCon, you know what I mean? And I think they need to sort of have a headliner. And if they have to bring out an early version of Diablo 3, maybe before. But I mean, you know what I mean? I think that's maybe part of it. Was Starcraft 2 at BlizzCon a year ago? Uh, It was... yeah, I mean, no, it was it was the uh, 2007 BlizzCon, okay. StarCraft 2, and then so like 2008. Ago at this point. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I couldn't yeah. remember. It seemed like there was at this point, the last like two BlizzCons they've had between big. between StarCraft 2 and Diablo 3, but I guess it was a year. They're just following years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. Yeah. So, anyway. I mean, Nick, do you think they'll they'll release a game this year? Do you think they'll release StarCraft this year? I think they will. You think so? I think so. That'd be cool. It, it's been so far. I mean, you know, the multiplayer is goddamn, you know, built. I mean, they just have to balance the thing. Yeah. Um, at this point, so. I think the beta will come out this spring, probably, yeah. and I, 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 probably holiday release. I have to imagine. I was, I, I uh, you know, I'm, at this point, I'm pretty at peace with the, um, and I was really from the start, the sort of three tiered release, the the kind of first. Now it's the Terrans, then it's I don't oh know, yeah, Protoss, whatever, then the Zerg. But oh my god, it was really. I had like a moment of depression when I was listening to an Activision, uh, or no, it was a. <laughs> What was it? A um, oh, Wedbush oh, Morgan analyst. Nick, did you listen to this? No, no, no. I can oh, just okay. imagine. Yeah, a, a Wedbush Morgan was analyst. Like or present. It was Michael Pactor, yeah, yeah, interviewing the chief operating officer of Activision, um, Michael Tipple, I think, or Thomas Tipple. And uh, 
and he was like, "I've got to, I've got to con- congratulate you guys on the uh, the Blizzard idea that with the th- making them buy the same game three times. That is a stroke of marketing genius. I can't even imagine uh, the kind of revenues you're going to squeeze out of people with that because they're because uh, I read some blogs and they're like, I'm buying all three, and I'm like, wow, those Activision, they know how to they know how to make that money. Well, what was his response? <laughs> Oh, he was just like, well, you thank you. I, I really appreciate that you, uh, <laughs> like... Was, what do you think he's going to say? Quite. You could easily get a full game's worth out of one of those. Please. This guy's the chief operating officer. Yeah. His job is fucking making sure shit runs and the money comes yeah. Um Or no, he's the chief financial officer. I'm sorry, CFO. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, it was, it like, just listening to that, just, like praise that just unrestrained like mm-hmm. admiration for for the money machine made yeah. me so sad not because i have anything against blizzard making money but just like don't tell it. me that's what it is <laughs> exactly. tell me it's yeah. to make it really cool <laughs> right, exactly. don't say that yeah it don't, was really sad. Like, also don't confirm my fear <laughs> jesus christ listening to this con like listening to the the conversation between these two guys Everyone knows this, but it really drove home how much money Blizzard makes. The, yeah. the amount of money Blizzard makes is so, so preposterous. It's, I mean, to listen to these guys talk, it's it's just by a margin that is difficult to describe just beyond any other individual studio in the industry. You'd like, think they'd have a little pocket change uh, laying around to finish uh, Warcraft <laughs> Adventures, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny because that's what they're because he um, their profit margins are some I forget what the number is, but it was some crazy number. And Pactor was like, it feels like even as high as these profit margins are, they could be even higher. And and Tipple was like, well, you know, I don't know. I mean, they make so much money like that. We just kind of let them have like the money they want. I don't know. It's like they make so much money that we can't really like count all the money. So like they can just kind of do the extra shit they need to do. Like he, he was basically just coming out and being like the amount of money that this studio brings us is so preposterous that they don't even take any risks in ever like demanding even more money. It's just like, well, I guess these mountains of money will have to do. Like, <laughs> you know? And so I think that's why they can do shit like release a patch for Starcraft, like of 10 or no Diablo two. Right. They're releasing a Diablo two content Patch. Yeah, you know what people said fix. when I when I posted about that? What? They said, oh, oh, well, why don't they just take that guy and put him on Diablo 3 and bring it out like an extra month earlier? <laughs> right. And yeah. I was like, oh, God. They, the amount of How money, many points are you missing yeah. with that? Like, yeah, yeah. The amount of money Blizzard brings in, it's just like irrelevant. It's like, well, we can just invent another man to make this patch for us. Like, yeah, right. right. Exactly. Yeah, why that guy, that guy is not. 3? Why don't they hire 300 additional guys to work on Diablo 3? Why yeah. take yeah, yeah, that yeah. guy off that one yeah, fucking exactly. patch? Right. Yep. Like, don't be retarded, internet. Yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't say retarded. That's okay. Or yeah. internet. It's <laughs> a bad word. Or don't. Yeah, it actually makes me really... I'll probably reinstall Diablo 2 for the 400th... Th- well, yeah. if they release a new patch, I'm not going to not install it. I'm going to fucking install the shit out of that game. Like, I have so many times. Extreme I mean, really, all I want is... That the only thing I care about is them just fucking increasing the resolution mm, at yeah. this point. Like, what is it now? 800 by 600? Yes. Jesus. It's got to be weird to be like, oh, loading up the old Diablo 2 source. We're going to make a, make a build of Diablo 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, it's a, they said it's a content patch. Are they going to be actually making new sprites? They're a, they ask like, the fans. They want to know what they want. Did, did everyone take a resolution? Because that's the yeah. Way. Actually, that was, yeah. That was one of the All major right. well, good requests. God, but yeah. That would be nice to have sort of a high resolution archive of that game. Yeah, it really would be nice. Because I I've I, the, the the probably I still think probably I've put more hours into that game than any other game ever released. Mm, I can't think yeah. of anything else that would be able to compete. At least off the top of my head, probably have two. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ! You know, you know what game's gonna come close to that pretty fucking soon? 
Jesus Team Fortress 2 and these fucking <laughs> class achievements. Christ almighty. I, I'm <laughs> not a fan of this shit. Of you, yeah, uh, I know. I, you're falling into their little design. Their yeah, but I don't <laughs> think it's a good design. It's just I, I, I play in a way that's not... That's it's not, not a good design. I can't so stop you playing the achievements. But see, You whore the achievements. I, I saw your... Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm going to talk you're about. Just, yeah. You're sitting in the server and... and yeah. And, yeah. Because there's you just no... Jump, you just double it's jump not a thousand practical times? <laughs> to, yeah, it's not the shit... Some of the shit they want you to do is stuff that... Yeah. It does not encourage me to play better. It just encourages me to like be lame like you know what i mean some of the stuff yeah, is just yeah. things i will never be able to accomplish on my own um but i you will believe in yourself it's not gonna happen uh, i will say i did have a lot of fun the other night when i was playing on a server just right i was playing on a regular server playing a game eventually everyone just kind of left like just over time just people left until the, i was the only person left on a server and so then i just changed to scout and just went and captured the enemy intelligence like 400 million times and just <laughs> kept like just to get my however many you know so that was fun you sort of lived that pyro machine right. and so that was boring but at least i got my thing but the thing that was fun is when my friend joined and came onto the server and and like started we played for a while before he realized no one else was there not a while but a couple minutes you know like enough right. enough to respawn a couple times and notice he never had any teammates and he's like what what the fuck are you doing what 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 is this bullshit and i'm like oh i was just kind of jumping and bot. like running and stuff yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> And so that kicked off like a four-hour spree of the two of us just like achievement farming for right. achievements. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. but that was but it was like co-op farming. Yeah, <laughs> unlike when I was doing it on my own, that was actually genuinely fun because it was just hilarious. We're like, all right, now do the one where where I kill you, and then I and then I have to taunt, and then as you take the picture, I'm like in the middle of my taunt. And it was just like hilarious. It was super fun. Like it was, you know, like the medic or the the like pyro, like lifting his thing over his head and blah, blah, you know, while the other guy's dead. Like it just all this stupid shit. It's a wonder if, if Valve sort of planned it that way in a in like a twisted kind of, you know, like <laughs> yeah, maybe but, these well, two people will maybe someone will yeah. find a friend and then they'll hang out and get right. achievements together. Yeah. But some of them are so complicated. Like some of them, I just sort of don't think I'll ever 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 do. Like some of the heavy ones where it's like be invulnerable with a medic and fucking. And yeah. go into the so water you, and kill a pyro as he's upside down, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" I'll stand eight here, times. and then when I count to three, you pull out the stool. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like I don't know. Uh, I don't know. This will work. So some of them I'll, I'll just never do, but yeah, some of them I like the scout ones. A lot of them are just grind fest to the fucking max, and it's just I'm sure a lot of them are like that. But I've only really done. Much of the scout. And I think that they're they're, they're probably their their concept there was like we'll make these so that they po can't possibly grind them or or at least some of them. <laughs> so they're like you know well they'll just be like casual kind of oh hey I got an achievement you know what I mean kind of thing. But I they, guess. when they connect them with there have been material enough, rewards there have in been the game, they class I, upgrades I don't think at this they, point that they should know that that is yeah, yeah. That they, people, that's play, people aren't playing it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sometimes I'll, I'll get one of the things, but then it's like oh I've got to do this fifty times. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, like that's never gonna happen organically. Like that's not gonna just happen by me just playing well. Yeah, it is. That is, I guess, a, a shame. And it, it's one of those things that I feel like everyone playing TF2 knows it, and the right. people and making the it must know, know it. it. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, you don't just get this stuff from from putting in ten hours of TF2 in a week or whatever. Right. Yeah. Which and is, I, I which don't. It's too bad because yeah. it seems like that was sort of on paper was the intent of all this stuff is like you'll get in and you've got the basic stuff and then as you as you play the sort of new content will just sort of cascade in organically yeah right. but, instead, but all the power players just get that shit immediately right and then everyone just uses crazy weapons that i'll never see like right. I, I, I probably have a couple more days of this in me this like farming but 
it's not gonna last. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna have the patience to keep this up for long. Right. And then as soon as I stop, I'm just never gonna unlock anything ever again because I don't play enough until the like, next I class. I don't put any. Out. Well, <laughs> I mean, I haven't even touched most of them. Still, I haven't yeah. really done the heavy one or the medic one or anything. So I don't know. I'm really enjoying TF2 generally. Like when I'm just playing a regular game, which is the bulk of what I'm doing, it's just super fun, and I'm really glad I got back into it because it had been a while. Yeah. But then when I when I start to look at the achievement lists and see all the shit that I haven't done, it's just like, ugh. You, you weep. I'm just never going to see this this extra crap. Yeah. And it's funny because I think the Left 4 Dead achievements are some of the absolute best achievements I've ever seen in any game. Yeah, they're pretty great. They're so good. They're so well done. Like, yeah. those are examples of things where I see them and I'm like, all right, that seems tough, but I think I, I definitely think I can pull that off at least once. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there will be a time when that happens. And most of the time, it just happens when you're playing well. Right. And, and then you get you're a like, thing sweet. and you're like, oh, cool. That was a thing that's, yeah. I should try to replicate that because it was a good thing that I did. And you don't have to farm it. They all, they're all just in things that happen once, I think, anyway, most of them. Yeah, most of them are, yeah. And uh, I've never even considered going into like some crazy custom server. I don't even know if they have those, but I've never even thought about it. Yeah. Whereas with TF2, I'm just like, oh, come on. Seriously? Ugh. <laughs> Jeez. You've got to be kidding. All right. I'm going to some hilarious, weird map. Yeah. I did that for the first time today, actually. When you saw me doing it, that was the first time I'd ever done it. And oh, and you caught him? <laughs> yeah, Nick, well, I didn't, I mean, I wasn't hiding it, but Nick came in and it was clearly a screen with just like a thousand <laughs> dudes who I was just like lighting on fire, like all in a row. Was, oh, hey, Nick, <laughs> uh, Alt F4. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Oh, I'm just uh, surfing the internet here. I was yeah. just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm um, writing a paper on, <laughs> on achievement. I mean, on achievement uh, right, yeah, yeah, research, a little research right. for my, uh, my investigative article. <laughs> oh, journalist. Yeah, you guys want to read some mail from a reader? Oh, yeah, sure, we can do that. Cool. Mr. Chaz writes, hey, we'll, we'll fucking speak of the devil. Uh, Team Fortress 2 has, for me, the most expressive characters in any game I've played. The heavy in particular is great. He actually looks hurt when you do damage to him. And not just pained either. He actually looks hurt emotionally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, awesome. Especially when you set him on fire. That's hilarious. <laughs> he does look so bummed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number two. One of the things I liked about Half-Life 2 is that despite all the people calling me the free man or whatever, I didn't really feel like a savior. I had no idea what was going on, and I was just trying to haul ass from one place to another because there were fucking aliens and giant robot things apparently determined to kill me. If Freeman wasn't a mute psychopath, I would have loved to hear him try and explain his situation. <laughs> well said. <laughs> Sweet. Um, dear professional video game enthusiasts, uh, hmm. Uh, last week, you mentioned people being pissed off that Empire Total War didn't have cheating. Well, it was more than that. There weren't any modding tools either. To mod the game, people were using hex editors and weird third-party things. However, they did find out how to unlock the special units you had to pay $20 more to get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap! <laughs> you had to delete some folder and they would appear all of a sudden. Of course, the patch they issued the next day simply added in the stuff that people deleted, not actually fixed any of the bugs plaguing the game. With the game franchise so dependent on mods, why do they have to be so lame all of a sudden? What's with all the PC games not getting as much mod love as they have in the past? Is it just because companies are nervous people will make boobs appear like in Oblivion? Or do they just want to sell their lame DLC content, a couple of special forces units for $20 with Empire? Uh, Sergey Karutsabov. Hmm. I kind of agree with him. Yeah. I, I think microtransactions are fucking retarded. Personally. Yeah. I just, I'm over it. It's stupid. Yeah. Like, I'm all for expansion content, like the uh, Lost and Damned and, uh, and like the Mirror's Edge DLC, which is $10, which is a little pricey, but there were a fucking lot of maps and they were a good, solid piece of content. But like, all this crap, like little individual weapons and fucking, I don't know. I feel like that just... What do you think of the Resident Evil 5 stuff? Because that was I don't the know. big. What is it? Well, they're adding the versus mode, which doesn't really actually add any content. It's just a mode. 
and well, it's ten dollars and it comes out content. in a there's week. gotta be levels to play it in right well, it's it's just I guess it's just chopped up, you know, levels from well, you know, the actual that's game. still that's still content that has to be. Well, all right, but you know what I'm saying? They're yeah. not actually. How much is it? You know, it's ten dollars, and it, yeah. it's sort of that's not spawned too objectionable a lot of, to me. I mean, a Resident Evil game has it ever had multiplayer before? Like that's not to me. That's not a thing that when I buy the game, I'm like, this better have multiplayer. Like I've. You know what I mean? They could have just never released multiplayer and no one ever yeah. would have minded. So that's, I don't mind that so much. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's really different from like Empire Total War where they're like, we've just got a bunch of dudes, just like some extra units that like that doesn't add any like a multiplayer mode. That is a whole other realm of time, like things you can do with your game. Other units just existing just that you can put in your army and then having them in an encrypted folder and then unlocking them when you buy the $20 extra collector's edition. To me, that's just cheap that's just well, like see, there's I no think, benefit I, think the issue with the Resident, I could be wrong about this but i think it's the, the issue is that the uh it's just going to be unlocked with like a small patch or something uh, you know what i mean that's yeah, it, i don't you know, know. It's, it's on a blurry the line I, yeah. I don't know jake any thoughts not about that in particular that doesn't sound that bad to me i mean unlocking a new gameplay mode using existing content you could i don't know what the resident evil 5 thing is but i mean that theoretic ex- theoretical example I mean, whatever. If it's, it could be a, a couple hundred k, but it could completely change the way the game is played. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm worried that. I mean, that it might be totally dumb. It might be a worthless add-on. But here, well, I mean, here, 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 the, the argument $10 is ten dollars for only two megs of content. Well, the argument well, is that they could have just simply included it with the game, which is always the. Well, they probably know. could have. They probably could because have, I, because of the you know I mean they're releasing it in like a, a week or something. I mean, so that's yeah. the you know the fact I, that it's it, it yeah. probably was done. That's fair enough. I, I can see that side. It, that that particular thing doesn't bother me as much. I don't think there actually is that much of that going on, where it's like, here you get an entire mode. But what there is a lot of, which I just find, and I know you don't have to buy it. Obviously, that's always the comeback. You don't have to buy any of this shit. Totally true. But I think just that there is so much of this uh, incidental content that there's money for. Just the fact that the market just becomes deluged with all that stuff. Just the more that happens, the more companies are going to want to just put more of that out. And over time, the more people are going to be accustomed to buying it. And if they're happy buying it, that's fine. But I just, I don't see any benefit really at all to gamers. Like, well, the multiplayer mode, or it's a, it has some I'm actual, like, there's a thing, tangible, like someone, right. That yeah, really gameplay, is an actual, right. like an entire actual thing. As opposed to a costume. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, like, but I mean, the problem like, is people pay for that stuff. Exactly. That, but, right. So I'm not, I mean, uh, not saying yeah. it should be against the law, but I just yeah. don't like it. I don't like that that's becoming such a like, thing. Did yeah. you guys see this fucking screenshot from the Apple, like, iPhone store? You know what? In fact, someone. Yes. Yeah, so you guys want to talk about, about the mod half of yeah, this question someone, at all before we go to the other a, one? That was a different email. I know. I, the thing I had heard about what? Empire was that the modding is. Uh, no, this guy was, was, talking, not, this guy was uh, talking about mod tools and stuff, and then you started talking about microtransactions. Oh, mod tools. I think you said maw. There's a separate email no, about no, no. the maw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, okay. I don't know, yeah. Well, yeah. What do you think? So we'll we'll come back to the dollar transactions. Nick, what do you think about mods in the Empire thing? What do you think about that? I I don't know. I I haven't really looked into how. I mean, this. I thought the general um, consensus on Empire was that the modding was actually going to be fairly supported. So I I don't really huh. know. I haven't specifically. I mean, I'm so busy like trying to actually play the game that yeah, I haven't right. really looked into like whether I can mod it. It could be like Oblivion. Um, I mean, sorry, like Fallout where it comes later. Whereas, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I like those I'd, tools were really nice, the Fallout ones, but they just came late. Right. Which and they were all coy about well, it at first too. Right. Yeah, and I mean, singling out Creative Assembly is kind of lame because they are <laughs> apparently going to you know patch in multiplayer and all that right, stuff right, after right. the fact for, for free, free yeah, which right. you know I mean, but yeah, we'll wait and see on yeah. the, on the Empire mods because we just don't know yet. Yeah. Yeah. But but as far as my there, there we got another email actually about my yeah. business. Let me read that first before we talk anymore. 
Um, Trevor writes, uh, love the podcast, keep up the great work. Steam recently added the feature to pay and download more content for a game you've already purchased, and Apple released some details on a feature called in-app purchasing, which allows you to buy more content for an application you've already paid for. Do you guys have any concerns to see this mode of distribution finding its way into a mainstream development, mainstream development process? My concern is that a developer could spend a large portion of time and money in the first chunk of a game that is initially purchased to really hook, hook and reel an audience, and then subsequent releases that are comparatively lackluster or creating only part of a game using the funds and fan response to continue the story. It's also hard not to compare this game to Blizzard's separating of StarCraft II single-player campaign into three releases. Um, I, think, I think that... Um, well, I, well, I agree that you can, you can really cheap out and be a jerk with microtransactions. I think that he's extrapolating a little bit too far out, personally. Like, I mean... It's funny because... Okay, yeah, go ahead. You, it's funny because actually the... the, the um, the example he gives of developers using the funds to continue the story is actually that's not not something that bothers me actually. Yeah, that's. I mean, no, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. definitely that's doesn't what, bother me. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's what Telltale does. Yeah, I mean, I, that's I, not something I have a I problem think, with. I mean, yeah, I think. Well, as long as you know what the you well, know what, well, you know what the thing about this is, at a certain point it becomes. Well, sorry. No, go ahead. It just it just sort of becomes annoying as a consumer to have to sit there and decide whether five dollar upgrade right. is. That's what I'm talking about. That's I mean, the, to, to constantly make you choose between whether this level or that level exactly. is worth the money. No, I agree. What are you going to do? Like, I mean, are we going to have reviews for DLC? Like, like little tiny microtransaction review. I mean, like, right. how do you sort of? No, I totally agree. Figure this out. That's why I draw a line between something that is a very obvious like. For example, with a, with the Telltale episodic series, it's like, okay, they're going to build this thing. I know they're not going to be done with episode five right, at the time right. I buy episode one. They're going to finish that by the time I know what I'm getting. It's these just continuation of a story. That's why I don't mind the multiplayer mode. It's like, it is what it is. It's this whole just thing. It's like this extra mode. What I really dislike, really actually despise is the itemized DLC. Mm, That's yeah. a weapon or a like costume or it's just something like that where it's like, where do you, how do you fuck? Or a car. Or a car. Things like that. Like... I, I don't mind if, if a developer does that, I guess, but I just don't like the idea that it's becoming, that it could become just a standard God, what's so sad is the, uh, thing. the PlayStation Store update list every week. I have to do this for Shaq, but it's oh, just, it's just it, is, it, it is basically shit. a yeah. list of that crap. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, I would never know that that stuff exists, but it's just so... <laughs> I just farted. <laughs> um, yeah, Jeez. like, I mean, the, the image I was, I was going to describe earlier was during Apple's uh, press conference when they announced the uh, DLC stuff for iPhone, mm. there's a screenshot of a, like a real-time screenshot of an FPS, actually from NGMoco, uh, Neil Young's company. Oh, this was the example that they called out in that as well. Do you want right. to buy the rocket launcher yeah. for 99 cents? It's a little cents. dialogue box that pops up. And yeah, it says pay fucking 99 cents for rocket If that's the kind of shit that people who, like for example, someone who has an iPhone who doesn't play a lot of full-scale games already, they buy that thing, they're like, weird i don't know should i do this maybe i should maybe enough of them who just aren't don't play a lot of games be like maybe i don't know maybe it's just what you do maybe this is just like a cool extra thing i get <laughs> if i pay this only nine i mean i just don't <laughs> like the idea of as more people get into gaming because obviously at any given time someone who plays one of these games on live arcade that has all this shit this might be the first game they've played like at any given time more and more people are getting into games and other people are getting out of games probably yeah. just I as mean, they get older and this, like this might be na naive but it yeah. feels like the fact that that exists if 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 reality is not actually as depressing as these market initiatives are and people actually don't like that stuff, 
it does give you the opportunity as a developer to say, in our game, you actually get all the content. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if people will respond to that. I wonder if that. there's enough of a reason to do that, though. Like, are right. people going to not buy a game? Just because, I mean, unless you actually have someone who's not buying a game because it does have DLC. Well, no, I mean, if, if, you're looking at, if you're looking at the one that says, here's this game for $3, and then we'll nickel and dime you an additional $4 to buy all this other stuff, and then someone else you're says... You're talking about, like, an iPhone game. Yeah, and then someone else says, here's our game for $3 that's a real game. I don't think iPhone games get enough sort of coverage and like people That's read about them enough for that to be. I think you might be able to do that with a like retail game that gets a lot of sort of hardcore gamer coverage right. and eyes, but I don't. Our game has the horse armor built in, <laughs> right? But I don't think you could. I don't think you could do that with an iPhone game. That's actually actually a really difficult thing about the iPhone market is that with an with an install base that's so broad and like. Yeah, not homogenous. Like, right. there's it's really actually difficult to promote your stuff because none of the, those people are not reading the same publications right. in the yeah. same way that a dude who buys Resident Evil Five, probably all the other people are most of them who are playing Resident well, Evil also, Five. Yeah, iPhone games just pop up out of nowhere. As yeah, well. yeah, exactly, yeah, right. Unless you're really looking. And right. as a consumer, really, as you're buying the game, the easiest way to you know gauge. It, I mean, the only way to gauge it sometimes is just to click on the reviews and just you know, right. Sort which of, is, which t- is take nice. It. It's nice that it's there. It, it is nice that it's there. I mean, yeah. I guess that's where somebody would say, you know, this game is bullshit. You have to buy the rocket launcher right. for ninety nine cents. Right. But, so we'll you know. see. Maybe, yeah. there, maybe that will happen. One yeah. thing, just but I, okay. yeah, go ahead. I was going to say just specifically in this guy's email, uh, he says, "My concern is that a developer could spend a large portion of time and money on the first chunk of the game." Uh, and then reel an audience in with subsequent releases that are com- comparatively lackluster. Uh, hmm. A lot of people express that as a concern, and I think if your subsequent releases are lackluster, your company is just going to go out of business and not yeah. make those games yeah, anymore. True. I mean, yeah. The, yeah. DLC, I mean, people, I don't think people are going to buy anything if it's stupid. Right. I mean, well, I've seen well, okay, after a certain period of time, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, I think the real concern is 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 more than yeah. just smaller smaller stuff is going to nickel and dime you uh, into that, into being annoyed. And, but, and like, the main reason is that I think that is just because now before I say any of this, I want to put out the disclaimer because everyone always this is always the comeback. I know that the reason companies exist is to make money. I know that people aren't doing things out of altruism. Yeah. All that said, I don't give a shit. Like as someone who does pay money for games and does care about what I'm paying for. I just don't like the idea of a market in which there is even some expectation that these things are actual, like that you go out there and, and you've got you, the money you spend for your game, which is already more than you pay for any other entertainment product, no matter what, even a cheap game. And then, then there's also just this other fucking boatload of shit that you might want. It's like, yeah. I, I shouldn't have to, to, to maybe want that. Like, I mean, I, it's just, you know what I mean? Like, what am I getting? Like, what am I getting out of that? Maybe some dude is getting something out of it. He probably wouldn't actually be having less fun with the game if he wasn't spending fucking 99 cents here and there and there and there on this and this and this. Like, I, and again, it's a consumer fucking beware. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I, I'm not trying it to is. say that companies have to protect the consumers from their money, from spending their money. Like, but I, I can say that as a broad effect, I don't think that stuff is beneficial to consumers in any meaningful way. Like, I don't think that stuff being there is having any positive, long-term, beneficial effect on consumers who are buying games. And really, those are the only people I actually care about when it comes to, to markets. Like, I care a lot about developers, and I want them to succeed probably more than most gamers do. Like, I go out of my way to spend a lot of money on full-priced games. <laughs> Considering I'm a journalist, I spend a fucking lot and I didn't I don't have to but I do and I, so I don't mind spending a lot of money on games I spend a lot of money on games but I do mind that stupid shit yeah. and I, I think I'm coming from a 
like a reasonably legitimate point because I don't get all my shit for free. And there is that it's it is a problem with that distinction. I mean, or the uh, the separation between you know the iPhone and the internet because I mean, with a company like Valve who's putting out free updates for games, you know they're right. building a fan base based on that. They're getting you know benefits for that, but. I would, I could see a tendency to sort of be very short-sighted about this on the iPhone because people aren't connecting, you know, this game with the, you know, developer's next game. You know, I mean, well, I mean, it, the fact of the matter is, mobile gaming portals, even the iPhone App Store, is like the most. Ex- they're 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 built around impulse buy nickel and right, right, right. So, I mean, it it bums me out. It bums me out a lot on the iPhone, but it's totally gonna work. Yeah. yeah, it is. I, I mean, mean I, I feel got- like I feel the same way in a way about the about the Wii Shop. Like that's the that's console gaming's closest analogy to a to a mobile phone store of just like, oh, here's a, a pretty looking picture of a thing. Oh, it's not very much money. For, you know, I, I, I think, think so more so than I feel like on I feel like live gets gets impulse buys, but it's a different sort of. I think it encourages a slightly more informed purchase. Mm. I don't know. I feel like the App Store is like the epitome of just yeah, the like, App Store. Yeah. Just <laughs> pressing pressing buttons and then watching wondrous things appear on your screen right. and as yeah. your credit card yeah. just goes ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. Right, right, right. No, it's totally true. And the App Store is also targeting a, a consumer base that's just generally much less informed simply because, I don't know, just the nature of the audience, the but nature anyway, of the platform. But this, I, this might be how the iPhone changes everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and I will also say, I don't, just, I'm not as personally invested in the iPhone as a gaming platform. Like, I think... That screenshot of the rocket launcher thing sort of appalls me, but on the other hand, I, I don't. I'm not as actively annoyed by it just because you would never play that game. Yeah, I wouldn't play that <laughs> game anyway. So I, I am sort of actively yeah. well, here's, saddened here's, to an extent by the live arcade and yeah. PSN. Just like what would depress me though is I mean, like there are some some decent you. games on the iPhone. Like uh, no, no, of course one example are. is Field Runners, and the guy who makes that game put out a couple of free maps after the fact, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was great because the original you know only had I think two. Right. Um, and it, it was kind of disappointing. I bought the game and I was like, there's only two maps. Like, this is kind of ridiculous. There's this blank, you know, black hole of, of right. like, in the map the menu, list. Yeah. It was just like there's two like a menu things. And then it looks like there should be There a should be like ten more. Yeah. And so he put it out for free, which I thought was, you know, all right, cool, great. But I have a feeling that now he probably would have charged 99 cents for yep. those. Probably he didn't see a sales spike like Valve does when they were Yeah, right, there. exactly. Yeah. So how do people know? There's no... Well, in the reviews, the they're like, you know, need more maps. And then... Well, those reviews stay there after the new Exactly. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, we got a hilarious um, email. I don't really know how to introduce this. Um, it's, it's from my hometown of Petaluma. Should I just read it? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Uh, it's about cereal. I thought Jake wanted oh, to read it, but yeah. okay. Oh, no, uh, oh, I wanted to read it? No, I just I want to talk about it. Uh, Petaluma-based <laughs> Barbara's Bakery, a leading provider of all-natural organic cereals and snacks, and Majesco Entertainment Company... Which, by the way, goes by the Nasdaq symbol yes, "cool." Is, yeah, cool. Yeah, <laughs> the funniest it's, oh shit ever. Oh god. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they—they the they got to make sure Wall Street knows how rad they are. Um, an innovative provider of video games for the mass market have in- announced a marketing partnership to support the upcoming release of Puffins Island Adventure for Nintendo DS. <laughs> That's yeah. Through the partnership, content fe- featuring Barbara's Bakery's popular cereals, Puffins and Wild Puffs, will be integrated into the gameplay of the upcoming video game release as Puffin Tips. Barbara's Bakery will also develop and execute a national instant win game that will take place this spring to coincide with the launch of the video game. Oh, sorry, Majesco loves those. 
Anyway, what? Weird, weird instant win. Oh, yeah. Psychonauts, <laughs> Psychonauts had, had the golden ticket. Like, right. your oh, copy yeah. of the game might it can contain a thousand dollars. A tour what? of the Majesco offices. <laughs> <Right>. exactly. <laughs> With me, Willy Wonka. Um, <laughs> would you? <laughs> would you be interested? Like, so this is the. This was the point of the of this press release. Would you be interested in speaking with Ken Spaulding, VP of Marketing at Barber's Bakery, like, the, or a contact at Majesco for comment? They could discuss, for example, how this partnership takes the Puffins brand into a whole new format beyond cereal, and, <laughs> and, and for Majesco helps raise awareness for their games in unconventional ways. So we there, can talk about that. There's this hilarious press release. So yeah, it's a whole new format. Yeah. I didn't. I I don't know. I see puffins a lot in in grocery stores. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know they were from just up the road from us. Yeah, they're so, just across the bay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're going way beyond cereal, man. Yeah, it's, it's new formats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh man. They could discuss, for example, <laughs> how this partnership takes the Puffins brand into a whole new format beyond cereal. <laughs> oh, man. So Jake might be their official spokesman. Yeah, I think he's the voice of the Puffin in the game. Yeah. No. And from a Jetsco, help weigh the awareness for the games in unconventional ways. I don't know, the Puffin. <laughs> Can we interview you, Jake, about, about Puffins? Can um... I- It'll be short-lived, but you can give it a shot. <laughs> um, <laughs> any synergies going on? Yeah. Puffins. <laughs> What'd you think of Fallout 3? Puffins. <laughs> When's this game coming out? Puffins. <laughs> any, any platforms confirmed? Puffins. Okay, That's what I thought. It's a good puffin. Thanks, mm. man. You're welcome. Cool. <laughs> Cool. Uh, that might be our podcast. We're more than done. Yeah. Sorry we're a day late. We won't be over saying I welcome you. short. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, we'll. Uh, cool. We'll, I'm invested. I'm yeah. Invested in that. Yeah. No. We'll we'll be we'll be back next weekend. We're gonna have hopefully a number of hopefully at least two podcasts next week. Hopefully more. We'll see how that works out depending on how how destroyed we are over, over GDC week. Yeah. There are like four days left in the countdown of tears. Yeah. We're fucking getting close to those tears. Everything's gonna get change. ready to cry or or everything might change. Yeah. Yeah. You might buy a rocket launcher. Pay ninety nine cents to cry. <laughs> ninety nine <laughs> cents per tier. <laughs> Once you once you've bought the first tier, like once you've logged in with your uh, you'll Apple get you'll account, get a series of keep... underwhelming tears after that. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, and we'll just keep charging away horse tears. You'll be, you'll be chasing the tears. <laughs> horse tears. <laughs> That's some, some heavy heavy tears, man. Yeah. <laughs> you can beat a dead horse, and then you'll, horse tears will be shed. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> horse tears is really weird. <laughs> horse like that, eyes are scary ball. to me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, go back to the puffins. Like well, no, I'm just talking about like a big, scary, a scared horse eye. Right. Video game. Let's make it. That's fair game. I could, yes. I could talk about that if you want. Here, I'll sit down in front of the microphone. <laughs> it's weird how the Coca-Cola... <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty Isn't retarded. it weird how those Coca-Cola games are set <laughs> up so you never play? Yeah, no, I'm talking about how... You know when, when Coke used to do the lid top games in like the late 80s, early 90s? It was, big, it was a big deal. Yeah. And now every single fucking bottle cap has like a 12 digit code that means nothing and you have to actually you have to go to some promotional website and type it in and then it will tell you that you've won nothing why who would do that someone probably does those guys would what maybe one guy would video game puffins 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 puffins
Ein paar fünf. 